Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It seems as though doctors are constantly telling us things that we should do to be more healthy and things that we shouldn't do to keep from being less. But this one seems more or less obvious. The UK has a large contingent of residents who have immigrated from the country of India, and they're just a couple of weeks from celebrating something there called the Festival of Lights. It's a Hindu festival, and what Festival of Lights would be complete without fireworks? problem is pandemic restrictions are going to limit large displays and the people who gather to see them and that's leaving many uk residents to go full america plan their own fireworks and that's leaving the british association of plastic reconstructive and aesthetic surgeons to issue a warning don't hold the fireworks when you hand with your hand when you set them off just set them down in a safe place like on the carpet and you're no that's not it either oh and by the way don't buy the firework called the mangler with the easy grip handle. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a Ronco invention, you know? It does. <laughs> the Mangler. Well, on our Facebook page of this morning, Weed and Cliff. Yes. There's the question about um, what is your old-time sore throat and cold remedy? Okay. And we've gotten a lot of responses. Yeah. And also the question, is this a secret way for me to get free medical advice? <laughs> no. That is not what's happening. This That's is not my, it, huh? This is my new health insurance policy that I was given yesterday, Cliff. Okay. This is how I'm going to do things. I'm going to have to randomly ask questions <laughs> on Facebook and hope that I can get some great answers. I don't know how yeah. well that's going to work. So mm -hmm. far, most of the remedies, Cliff, though, yeah. have included whiskey. And I'm like, that's not a bad idea right there. Well, I mean, it's been prescribed for years. <laughs> And you know, Not it's necessarily by a doctor. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we now a follow up to a story that came to light a few days back, courtesy of the hard work down at the morning roadshow department of just in time for breakfast. You might remember the story of a woman named Alicia Beverly. She was bound home from Las Vegas on a late night flight who and went to sleep. She awoke then to find a man urinating all over her. When the man was detained upon landing, he claimed he had taken some type of prescription medication that forced him to basically stand up, unzip, and do what he did. Police originally identified the man only as a prominent pastor from North Carolina. That led a lot of other prominent pastors from North Carolina to say, It wasn't me. I didn't do it. I was home the entire time. You can ask my wife. Turns out, some of the prominent pastors who felt it necessary to proclaim innocence were among those working in the Billy Graham organization, which is based in North Carolina. Tuesday, though, police identified the man who's now facing assault charges as Daniel Chalmers, who's the pastor of a church in Raleigh called Love Wins. And officers add that the drug he claimed to be on was possibly just alcohol. Well, it is a drug. <laughs> Without a doubt. Without yeah, a doubt, right. it, is a, yeah. it is a drug and a great no home remedy, of course, for colds and flus. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Not recommended for... Use on an aircraft. No, 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 no. <laughs> well, Cliff, I, uh, I've been looking at the costume that I was going to wear here at Country 98.1 tomorrow. Yeah. I'm just... Was going that, as in now you're not? Well, I'm just not real happy with it. It's one of those okay. things that I purchased, and I've done it before in my life. I'm sure everyone yeah. has. 
Once yeah. you get it, the more you look at it, you think, I'm just not happy with the way that looks. So it's like a buyer's remorse kind of thing? It is. I'm going to okay. have to do a lot of work to get into the thing. <laughs> no. Going to have to wear some special clothing underneath it. Okay. And to be honest with you, I, I just feel too yeah. lazy to, to go look, to all that just, effort. It's just too much trouble is what you're saying. Well, no one's going to actually see me. Well, that's true. So I'm thinking about coming in here tomorrow, yeah. Cliff, and yeah. the lazy way. Okay. I think I'm just going to take my shirt off. <laughs> oh, you laugh, but with this amazing oh, t- with this amazing totally physique laughing. I have here, yeah, <laughs> I, I'm going out as well, Brad Pitt. That's what I'm going to be well, in here as. I, I, I was kind of thinking the other way because remember, it was just a couple of days ago, you frightened yourself with your own chest hair. I did do that, but I have trimmed that down. Okay. And I thought we weren't going to talk about that anymore because you said it was gross. I'm just, I mean, just pointing out, you know, because you said you're going to take your shirt off and show off your chest and other people would see it. And I mean, if you were frightened by it, just imagine how repulsed the rest of us will be. You know, that would be even better than going out as Brad Pitt. <laughs> you think so? It'd be scary, as you said, wouldn't it? Huh? Well, true, yeah. Chest yes. hairs pointing straight out at people as they see me. That's a good idea, Cliff. <laughs> oh, no. Why yes. did I do that? Yes. <laughs> Apparently, Cliff, my backup costume plan yeah. is being met with a bit of resistance this morning. <laughs> really? Your, yes. your backup costume plan would be to scare everyone with your bare chest. Yes. Uh, text message came in with four yeah. exclamation marks at the end of it. Don't talk like that. So, evidently, nobody's liking my idea, Cliff, of my uh, bare-chested costume. <laughs> really, seriously now, I don't need text pictures of men's chests. I know what they look like. <laughs> and you Googling around and sending me those pictures is not helping with my costume decision for tomorrow. Cliff, what's happening it's at not, 8? It's not me, by the way. It's... All of our friends who are listening this morning. Yes, I know you're not doing it. They're, I know it's not you. Uh, they're they're bandwagoning you pretty hard. Yes, with and the chest uh, thing. Yeah. I'm not going as the uh, Stay Puff Marshmallow Man either. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's all. Cliff, are you able to go to our tech service right now? I uh, I am. Yeah. Well, it's not a man's chest, <laughs> but it was sent yeah. right for you. Oh, uh, the scented candle. Yes. <laughs> if 2020 was a scented candle. <laughs> it would smell like burning porta potty. Yeah. <laughs> I think you'll find it interesting to know that people in Canada are nearly as sue happy as we are here in the good old US of A. Victor Cardoso filed the lawsuit against a major drink manufacturer there, saying that the company and its advertising promised health benefits that were never realized. And yes, Canada Dry did say that their ginger ale is all natural and made from real ginger. But the judge in the case agreed with the company, who said that putting that in the ads didn't mean that ginger ale has the same health benefits as large amounts of raw ginger. Didn't stop Cardoso, though, from buying the stuff for his family for years. But when nothing happened, as far as their health goes, he became angry and sought legal help. Court documents said that his family used ginger ale to get relief for everything from nausea to menstrual cramps to hemorrhoids. Although it's not clear if they drank the ginger ale for hemorrhoid relief or if they just soaked their backsides in it. The company eventually agreed to pay the man $200,000, which is basically an amount that says go away and leave us alone. But they will not have to change any of their advertising or product labeling.
I tell you what, Cliff, if anybody wants to give me 200000 to go <laughs> away to and go leave, away. leave them alone, <laughs> I'm your man. You're down. I'm, I, I'm way down. <laughs> I'm dropping it like it's hot. I'm yeah. down. I'm telling you. Top of the morning, Phil McCracken. I'm reaching out to the illustrious 11 listeners uh, uh, on the morning road show. I've got about $20 I'm putting in. Uh, let's try to get that 200000 together so we can uh, get weed to go away. I like that idea, Cliff. <laughs> I like that idea a lot. This is a promotion I can get behind 100%. Well, it's certainly better than the uh, candy contest. Exactly right. <laughs> and, and the bonus is we just get weed to go away. Yes, that's the bonus. And I get a little prize out of it, too. Oh, no, 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 no. That's not, no. Uh, if you're going away, that's the payoff for you. I'm keeping the cash. No, no, I get the cash because he's wanting me to go away. Cliff, we could talk about this forever. We could promote this like crazy. Yeah. I mean, we'll have it everywhere. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. If we raise $200,000, I will gladly go away. (laughs) This morning, Cliff, I learned a new term that I've never heard before. Okay. Here it is. Morning, Weed. Morning, Cliff. Uh, Weed, I ain't got time in Texas, but I'd like to share. Uh, It's happened earlier this morning. Uh, I've got one of my runs goes past uh, school, and... There was uh, three little boys walking down the sidewalk, and the biggest one of the three, he sees me coming down, and he sees a great big old puddle. So he goes up to the curb, and the other two catch up to him real quick, and all three of them lean over and stick their butts out. Uh, and, and in little boy language, that means, splash me, splash me. I don't know that that's little boy language or not, Cliff. <laughs> I'm t- I'm not sure. I want to know what little boy language. Is. I never had that class when I was a little boy. Did you? No, I don't recall. And I don't know if he splashed them or not. He just stops. He didn't say. No. I'm kind of disappointed by. I mean, the rest of it's kind of a little strange. But I am disappointed to be able to not know whether he got was able to splash the kids or not. Well, in just a few minutes, Cliff, we'll have the ticket yep. to the bank and. If you follow sports, any you've all seen and read, and maybe it was your sports team that, well, they overcame. Their star player might have been out, maybe two of their star players. They arrived late at the game, hostile crowd. But with everything stacked against these guys, they pulled together and overcame all obstacles. Okay. Our ticket to the bank this morning will be about, well, that's enough of that. I'm out of here. That's what we're going to talk about. Yes. (laughs) And it involves the NFL. So that's coming up. NFL. Yes. As we take it straight to the bank. Well, Cliff, our take it to the bank. We all have stories of perseverance and carrying on. Well, you know, when you said that, when you described, when you set up this take it to the bank, the first thing I thought of was you, you mentioned athletes who succeed at all odds. And the first thing I thought of was, uh, Kirk Gibson. Exactly right. The 1988, uh, the man could hardly walk. <laughs> and uh, Dang you, know. you, Cliff. I should have used that one. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Drats. It would fit in perfectly. But, oh, any, but anyway, we're okay. going to go down the NFL road. Okay. There was a team called, and I've never heard of either one of these teams, but this first yeah. team was called the Tonawanda Cardix Lumberman. <laughs> from Tonawanda, New York. That was an NFL team? Yes. <laughs> I never heard of I that. know. They joined the NFL back in 1921 
and they yeah. took on in their first game yeah. the Rochester Jeffersons. <laughs> All this is facts, Cliff. You're laughing, but it's truly factual. Um, okay. I'll, and I'll they be... got beat, Tonawanda yeah. did, yeah. by the score of 45 to nothing in their first game. Okay. And that was the only game they ever played in the NFL. They all disbanded and went home and said, we're not going to do this anymore. <laughs> if, if we can't win, we're just going to quit. We're going to take our ball and go home. Yes. And all of that you can take to the bank. But yeah, Kurt already. Gibson would have been so much better, Cliff. Drats. Cliff, anything said today? Raises of the day. Start with number three. Don't buy the firework called the mangler even if it comes with the easy grip handle. <laughs> Number two, little boy language, which was creepy enough to be gross. So that's all we're going to say about that. Yes. And the number one morning roadshow phrase for today, if 2020 was a scented candle, it would smell like a burning porta potty if there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.